Welcome to Dogfin Radio. Hey, how you doing? This is Randy. And this is John. Uh, Alright, so that was fun last time. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, where do you want to start, John? I don't know. What are we going to start with this time? Probably you want to do with, go with the retro games, or should we talk about movies? I'll go with retro games, because I'm, I'm going to be all along. I heard you went shopping this today, looking for retro games. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've stopped over at Game Over Video Games, and I have to pick up a... Old classic for the Super Nintendo, Super Street Fighter 2, the new challengers. Right. That, I still can't beat it without the Game Genie. <laughs> I love it, the Game Genie. Either I have just gotten old and gotten slow, or I can't remember all of the special attacks. No, it's just, I, I've always felt that video games should be won. Always, and always, always, always. So, if you have to cheat, it's not like you're doing anything wrong. I mean, everyone finds the flute in Mario. Everyone gets a thousand points in Contra. And, you know, it's just like... I haven't done that. It's, you know... I always get killed before the end of the first first level in Contra. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the classic code of up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Exactly. And I remember we had Diablo 3 with the crack... Oh, yeah. That was the only Diablo game I've ever played, and I just ended up like, I played it for hours because it was fun. Because you don't die, <laughs> ever. But if you would play that game without it, it's like, not fun. <laughs> so it's not, not even yeah. a point, you know, it's pointless then for me. But so you were saying about retro games, what other games did you get? Um, with that, uh, that was the main one I bought, and then there was another one. I honestly cannot remember the name of it. I think it was uh, Gradient 3. I could be I could be butchering the title off the top of my head. But yeah, that was another wonderful side-scroller where you get to choose your power-ups and as you start killing off enemies, collect the power-ups and you get to choose, okay, do you want speed up? Do you want the missiles to shoot behind you? To shoot sideways at the enemies? And yeah, it is incredibly hard as well. Another one that I remember from my childhood is like, I remember beating this. Aww. But apparently, yeah, the Riddlin kicked in and fooled me. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. It's like everything seems so much easier when you're a kid for some odd reason, but now as you're an adult and the reflexes are a little slower, yeah, it's just like I can't get it to work. Fingers. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> especially with my system. Like I made, uh, made all of my systems now with wireless controllers, and some of them good, some of them bad. Oh. But you can tell there is a definite lag between the corded Super Nintendo controller and this wonderful one that runs off infrared, which. For me, it works, but until you start doing Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no turbo button in Street Fighter anymore. Oh, you can set the turbo button. That was a good thing about those aftermarket controllers. Yeah. But, yeah, it sometimes doesn't help because all it takes is Bison to come through, and while you're doing Chun-Li's thousand-foot kick, no, he, he just happens to tap the top of your skull and dance on it because he got past there because he goes the game cheats. Oh, yeah. I am a firm believer the games back then cheated. <laughs> Oh, because they did. They, uh, they're designed to like ruin you and give you game. Just rage quit. You're done. Oh yeah. But you know, I don't have rage quit. Tabletop games. Mm. Yep. That was a terrible segue. But you know, I'm trying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We segued into that. It's okay. Not really. <laughs> Not at all. No, we we found a wall and then the power ran out and we fell face first and busted that, our teeth. That felt like I. That felt like I was piloting a plane in, Mil- in like Malaysia and I just completely missed it. Oh dear God. <laughs> Too soon. Too, Too soon. soon. <laughs> Too tsunami. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, uh, so, we were talking about tabletop games while we were doing it, and you came up with this one that has a very interesting title. Oh, yes. It was uh, another game with monsters. That was an interesting one right there. That's the title? Yes. 
another game with monsters. Let's see if I can find that on here on our wonderful web, on my wonderful tablet that is slower than can be. Yeah, it's another stupid game with monsters, and they got it up on the Kickstarter website right now. Mm-hmm. And pretty much for that, it's pretty much for the website saying about it. It's a new card game you play as an evil, mad science, wizard slash scientist slash villain who is looking to be the greatest among all evil, mad wizard scientists villains. He sounds Jamaican. <laughs> Probably. Like, like has like eighty jobs. <laughs> I ain't coming to make them my scientist mind, y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> to this, must be defeat your foes by summoning and sending into battle horrible beasts from around the universe and elsewhere. Grab your monster, sick them upon, after your enemy, and watch the mayhem. If you win, you gain your opponent's monster as a trophy. So pretty much, ah, oh, you killed the monster. Hey, it's like Pokemon. We're just going to steal and make a dog fight like against the rest of them. Nice. <laughs> that's exactly how. And that's how we should treat all animals. <laughs> Not all animals. <laughs> all animals, especially cats. And no. Because like, cats, they're, they're I wizards. Want them to, I want them to fight each other, and then like I get to keep one. <laughs> yeah, they're going to look at you and go, no. No. They're going to be like slow bro Where? from Pokemon. Like, oh, no. And, well, and then here, it's at the end of six rounds, the one with the most trophies or monsters you've stolen slash killed and stuffed and put their heads on your wall wins. So, um... I'm not a big tabletop guy. Every time somebody tries to get me to play stuff like uh, Munchkin or uh, Magic or... What's that last one? Oh, the one game we do play all the time around... Well, I used to play all the time. Cards Against Humanity. And uh, you know that started off with a really weird marketing campaign. It gave the game away for free huh. to start with. Now, the game they gave away was more like um, like you had to build it yourself. Because uh, like, it wasn't like, oh, here's the game, it's on PDF, and you print it out, and you, that's how we played, and then, you know, oh, yeah, well, these cards suck, Randy, why did you make them out of, you know, regular computer paper, when we could have just, it's like, I didn't even feel like shutting out $30 for a game I didn't want, but I guess I have to throw it up now, now we got the bigger blacker box, and, oh, yeah, it's with that one, you got cut, turn the lid over, cut out part of the box to get the ultimate card. What? Yes. I did not know about that part. Yes, and the card is Big Black Cock, which trumps everything. How would you hide it? It's in the box. Oh. In the box itself. It no. has little dotted lines there, like not the, off-white. Not the box, but like, how would you... Because you, cause you know when you deal out the card, it's like, yeah, Big Black Cock. No, it's, it's mixed in there. It looks like a regular card. Right. It's just the special... It just That was the addition they had in there when you get the bigger, blacker box. You get the big black cock card inside the box. Literally inside the box the box lid. And you have to cut it out. That seems like something we should cut out so people don't like win all the games of cards against humanity. Well it just happens to be in there when you get all the expansions after you shell out probably a hundred bucks. Yeah. I don't think he bought that that not yet. But he's on his way. So, but speaking about Munchkin, I think there was another game you wanted to talk about. Oh uh, yes, there was another one by Steven Jackson Games. And with that one, so, it's Car Wars Arenas, which another website I found was from Steve Jackson Games was, gives hardcore auto duelists more exciting locations to showcase their skills and blow away their opponents. Blow? Yes. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Continue with that. The box set contains five one-size 22-inch by 34-inch arena maps and a booklet detailing the special features of each arena. Okay, this seems like a paper version of Battleship. 
At least that's what the picture looks like here. Yeah, it's a grid. It's a grid. <laughs> a grid map that you put your cars lot. in. It was like $30, $40 for a, a box of graph paper and maybe some you know, tokens. Yeah, tokens and graph paper. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could. It's not like you can get any of that stuff at Office Depot for the same price. Oh, I know. And like oh, more of it. And use like, you know, pennies. That's or, right. Or coins or whatever you find around your house. Guys, we're going to make our own game. We're going to go to Office Depot. We're going to get some graph paper and whatever kind of pencils and like paper clips they have on sale. Oh, yes. Easter sales just happened. They're going to have paper clip made out of bunnies. Bunny bunny <laughs> car wreck. Yes. <laughs> uh, we right. should do that. We should make a, make a board game like that. I would love to make a board game, but my problem is that every board game that I play always has to do something with trivia uh, because that's how I like to win games. Uh, well, it will be like the old video game Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was probably one of the worst games made. I have explained. <laughs> As you go around, it, 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 they try to make it be like the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But And here you go, you got the weasels traveling around. You got to try to get to Toontown. And every time the car comes by, you get run over by it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh no, you got Ansel a horrible riddle that makes no sense whatsoever. It's like the Riddler was on meth when he created it and, writ- and read it. Really? And you get to choose from three horrible answers that make no sense whatsoever, and usually doesn't matter which one you choose, you're always going to get whomped on the head. Unfortunately, the only question running through my mind is, is Jessica in this game? I don't know. I think she's at the end when you finally get to the Ink and Paint Club. Fuck this game. Right <laughs> in the ass. I don't want this game at all. Yeah. All the way to the end? It falls in the game. same line as E.T. almost. Okay. Well, fuck this game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean... In Aladdin for the Sega Genesis, it no wait yeah and for Aladdin with the Sega Genesis it had Princess Jasmine at least in the first fifteen minutes. So yeah, it's like, but you also got to see that too with that with that video game. That was actually they actually got the people from Disney to help with the animations. Why you in the background you'll see mouse ears every three seconds. I'm okay with that because I want to see even as a small child I wanted to see tits. So I mean that's what happens. Yeah, that's normal and you know thing. that was the only reason we had you know, I I didn't know who that voice was until I found out later, and then like I saw War of Roses with Kathleen Turner, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's Jessica Rabbit. Yep. And now I saw her in Californication. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Jessica Rabbit. Uh oh. <laughs> it's. Have you seen Californication? I have caught one episode. But I never, I don't have it set on my TiVo. No, so. it's it's an old it's an old show now, so it's done. You know, it's like, probably on Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, they're on like their twelfth twelfth season by now. But Kathleen Turner plays a character in there, and she has seen so many better days way down the line. Also, time was not kind to her. And time was not kind to her. Mm. Either that, or the makeup artist was having an off day. That's true. No. <laughs> He was having an off deck aid. Deck aid. <laughs> that poor woman had. She looking like a man. <laughs> it's, it's like the worst. It's the worst thing you can say about another human being. But I mean, you know, especially a woman. But so uh, she was handsome. She was handsome. Yes. Okay. But she still has the voice, and it's like it's like if James Earl Jones tried to seduce you, and is like, "Hello, <laughs> I'm here to suckle your dick." Okay. There we go. <laughs> That's a whole lot. I'd buy that. I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. <laughs> but speaking of which, which segue into the next part of <laughs> Star Wars. Yes! 
Oh, yes, the new trailer came out. The new out. trailer came out. Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Oh, that's good. That looks to be a real good one. But the only thing that's got me worried about that, though, because yeah. whenever they had the whole universe line with the books, when George Lucas ruled with an iron fist, mm-hmm. they had a set way of doing things. And then when George Lucas sold out to Disney, mm-hmm. they're not going with any of that universe. It's like it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't, because... It, it's like it's like George came up to the Disney office like um, I have I have a couple ideas on what I want to do for you know the Star Wars movies and all. Th- thanks George let's appreciate it we already paid you five billion dollars uh, for you never to touch this crap again so um, not to mention all the stock shares that gave uh, him too. go go away George we we got it covered we're gonna get the guy who made Star Trek kind of a hot item for ten minutes and then we're gonna have take care of it we're also gonna kill Harrison Ford in the process <laughs> because. Poor guy. This, you you heard he has to learn how to walk again, right? What? Harrison Ford got hurt. Not from the Star Wars thing. First he got hurt because the Millennium Falcon bit him and yeah. broke his, like, not his, his, shattered his leg. Then he gets better, flies his plane, or part of that X-Wing that was in the first Star Wars movie, okay. into a golf course. And now... <laughs> Yeah, I did not hear any of this. Harrison Ford was in a plane crash. A plane crash. A plane crash. An old, like, World War II type plane crashes into a golf course, walks away like a badass for like 15 seconds and falls down, you know, on the ground. Because now he's literally on the brink of paralyzing. He has to learn how to walk again, and they're not so sure he's all there yet. But thank God he finished his part in the movie. <laughs> Oh my God! Because <laughs> now, because now Harrison Ford looks just as bad as Mark Hamill now. <laughs> yes, but Mark Hamill, he he. But you well, know he's the voice of the Joker. Let's Mark just Hamill's it. a badass. I yeah. will not. You know, I I could go into all like twenty hours of what how awesome he was in his episode of The Flash just recently. But I'm going to save that for another day. Okay. But, but Star Wars looks so much better. I remember feeling the same way around Episode One, though. I'm still there because I'm now living in the world of experience. Where I was like, "Oh, that looks awesome!" I think when I talked about the Metachlorians being these little bacteria. That's things, the other thing. I was like, "Are we going to actual force? It's a bacterial." Yeah, are we ever going to bring up that thing again, like the redheaded stepchild, or are we just going to leave it in the closet, like you know, some Harry Potter esque that we just don't give it magic? <laughs> it's like, no, you stay in the closet. You stay underneath the cupboard. Star Wars looks so cool coming out into coming out Christmas. Uh, and we got black people. That's the other thing about Star Wars. We got black people now. So it's not just Lando. It's there's not a, just Lando. And it's not just Mace Windu. We got a stormtrooper black person. Yeah, brothers. Oh, with wow. lightsabers. <laughs> I didn't think. I thought all of the stormtroopers were clones originally. No, not well originally, but they all died, right? So they had to get recruits. Yeah, that is true. But you got to think about it, all the stormtroopers that were on the first Death Star. It's like they were all the red shirt the equivalent to the red shirts in Star Trek. And then the other thing is like. The Millennium Falcon is still flying? It's got to be at least 30, 40 years old now. Yeah. Not in just the in the concept of the movies, but in Star Wars time. It's, it's not only... And it's not a, an easy 30, 40 years driving down the highway and coming back around the corner for just no, going it's, to milk. It's, it's like light years of... Light years of running away from Imperials and being and shot micro, at. And micrometer, meteorites yeah, and having a them. dog work on the engine. And, and it's just like... You're still flying around? That's incredible. Just most proves that Harrison Ford is the strongest user of the Force, and he doesn't even know it. Yeah. Because 
Yeah. If you ever, I know there's a tabletop game that if you play as Harrison Ford, you have force power because you have so much luck. It's almost like you have the force. That is true. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Harrison Ford has a force. He's going to shoot things with lasers. No. And I, I, I want to, they don't, they don't show in the trailer. They only show Harrison Ford. And yeah. they only show Chewie. Another thing about Chewie, poor guy, um, I don't remember his name, but the guy who plays Chewie yeah. literally had to get brand new knees to play this yeah, trailer. Yeah, he's always said, uh, I know we caught him, he wasn't there last year at the Comic Palooza, which is in Houston, he's usually there every year, right? and that was because of the surgery he had to go through, but Grant, when you're built like a stick yeah. inside a giant, I would say, what was that, a weird carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Shag. So, so Shag carpet. Yeah. So you're walking around with like a college living room on top of you and you you got the body mass of like maybe Gumby on an anorexia and it's just like, yeah, of course you're going to have bad knees but I'm just thinking about the sacrifice these people have made for this movie so far. Yeah. And it's like, you're getting... I know Carrie Fisher has been doing stuff. Mostly meth. But... <laughs> And then there's Mark Hamill, who's always working, always working. If there's a new video game for Batman, or if there's a movie or a comic book that's coming out, and he can get himself in there, he's going to be working. Yes, and Harrison yes. Ford... Because he is the voice of the Joker. He is the voice of the Joker, and I love that voice so much. I, I mean, it's the best. Yes. <laughs> I've, I would pay hardcore money just to have it done in front of me in real life. Like, I would, I would give a toe for my kid to try... <laughs> Just to hear it once. And then Harrison Ford, he's always... I don't know how he, he's still working, but Ender's Game was okay. I, I liked that a little bit. And Expendables. Expendables oh, 3. Yeah. That was pretty that was good. fine. That was fine. But, yeah, Star Wars coming out. Yes, Christmas. Another trailer dropped today. Another trailer that dropped the other day. And um, not so much hype. Not so much happy-go-lucky feelings on this one. The Batman Superman trailer? Oh, yes, yeah, so that one where it, it, you get the whole trailer, you see the beginning of it, and it's opening up, and you see the Superman statue there, where he looks like he's flying up, like, the statue looks like he's supposed to be flying from the Earth up into the sky. Then slowly the lights kick on, and you hear Ben Affleck talking in the background. Well, first you hear Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. talk about how space aliens are going to change the planet and stuff like that, yeah. and you get a little bit of Jesse Eisenberg in there. And it just, I don't know where they're going with this. <laughs> I'm not sure either because, Grant, in the comics, you had Batman and Superman, they, they scuffled, they fought, and sometimes Superman would lose his cool, beat the ever-living life out of Batman to the point where he's in, in, the, in a coma. Right. But there's other times that Batman has whooped Superman's ass because he has kryptonite. Hell, Batman has every way, a way to take down every member of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. That's just how badass he is. But the problem is with that concept is Batman had to... You need time to do that. You need to know these people first so you can find their weaknesses, understand their psychology, and use it against them. Um, he just met this dude. <laughs> There's no way. And the the ending line just totally threw it at me. It's so... It, it is quintessential Zack Snyder. It's just like... Do you bleed? You will. And I will give them one good iota of credit. That voice that I just did, uh -huh. 
they're not doing that. That's good. They went and went ahead and just did, okay, we're going to modulate his voice because Ben Affleck can't do Christian voice. Bale yeah. where he we're, sounds like he's We're trying our best not to have anyone do a Batman voice ever again. Yeah, because you couldn't understand it. like, anyone can really be Batman. I'm Batman. See, anyone can be Batman now. That's right. But the problem <laughs> I had with that, if you're going to modulate it, just spend just a little bit more money. Bring on Kevin Conroy. Yes. That would have been so cool. Oh, yes. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, ben Affleck and now you. I'm Kevin Conroy. <laughs> It'd be perfect right there. Just enough. that Just like whenever he's so in we, a costume and you dub the voice over with exactly. Kevin Conroy. So we're like, now we have a fat man that we can all get by. But, I mean, I'm sure it's going to make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. It's, but not before Avengers 2 comes out. <laughs> oh, yes. Which, that is going to be epic. That is going to be so, so much fun. So much fun! Oh, man. And but, then... But, yeah, with, but one thing i got to close with the Batman Superman trailer is, okay, we got Batman versus Superman. It To me, it's going to be like a giant pissing match between the two of them. Oh, the of course. Movie. Giant pissing match. And do they still have the... And it looks like they still have the same guy that was in uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill. Okay, so he's still going to be in it, and then... Kind of with going with all the Batman movies ever been, we get a new Batman in almost every movie. <laughs> Keaton was the only one who did more than one. Yeah, he was Batman one and Batman. Oh, and two. then Christian Bell before then. So yeah. like Christian Bell did all the three. But well, then he had George Clooney, which that was the horrible one altogether. I I will <laughs> contest and say that George Clooney, as of right now, could play a good Dark Knight Returns Batman if they had to do it again. Yeah, like that old enough to play. Old Bruce Wayne, but still spry enough to believable yeah, to play. Yeah, they would have Batman to, they would have to age, age the series a little bit and throw Nightwing in there. But I mean, they're stealing a lot from Dark Knight Returns right now in the new, you know, I call it Dark versus Gritty, The Dawn of Justice. Yeah. But um, in Dark versus Gritty, The Dawn of Justice, they're actually going to have Carrie Kelly, yeah. and they're going to have. And you you see in the trailer for the the Batman vs Superman thing, you'll see his suit clearly. Frank Miller Batman. There's yeah. a shot of Batman with a high powered rifle. Frank Miller Batman. There's um, you gotta love the Frank Miller Batman. You gotta love the Frank Miller Batman. He didn't, he, didn't ta- he didn't detain anyone. No, he no. killed him exactly. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Then I let you off the Empire State Building. No, I believe you. And then I use a gun, which is really strange. For a kid who's like, no guns, no guns, no one dies. Yeah. But, okay, so, so Star Wars, Batman, and another sequel that comes out. Yeah, I caught this one on online, which was Super Troopers 2. Yes! And yes. right now, they're crowdfunding this entire movie right now. Good. And they have to get a goal of, last time I checked, I think it was trying to get at least $5 million. Fuck you, take all my money. And they are so close to it. Yeah. And it's like... If it actually works and they get enough money together, they'll actually have it out in theaters. If they don't reach the goal, they'll still make the movie. Right. But they're only going to release it to the people that funded it. Oh, what? But that's where also, not saying it's good or not, but a lot of those people will probably put it online and people will download it. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have the pirates to thank for that one. Oh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But the the website is awesome because they got the, all, the whole cast in there. 
and they have Farva, which they locked in the trunk of a car. Nice. <laughs> and they're not letting him out until they reach their goal. And yes, they have a video camera pointed at this squad car somewhere on the, on the road somewhere, apparently. <laughs> but it probably is all green screen for all I can tell. God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope not. No, I, I want that guy to sit in the trunk forever. Just like... <laughs> After Dukes of Hazard and all that crap, I think oh, he's Oh, yeah, okay. with the armadillo hat. Yeah. yeah, armadillo hat. I think he'll be fine. Just leave him in the truck. Yeah. But I'm so glad the guys from Broken Lizard are actually moving along and getting Super Troopers too. Oh, yeah. I mean, that and then we still need my Weed Fest, but whatever. Oh, yeah, they'll, sure. they'll probably crowdfund that out after they figure, see yeah. how well this does. I'm sure, but I mean... You gotta get a bunch of stoners off the couch before you get that one off the off the ground. Oh yeah, and get past the purple haze. Purple haze, <laughs> so much OG. <laughs> All right, so uh, you've been watching some other uh, TV shows recently, also. Yes, you? I've been trying to catch up on all my shows. The other day, I finally I'm still working on Daredevil. Still loving that Daredevil so much, and I'm trying to get into more Marvel shows. The other Marvel show I'm watching, Agent Carter. How is that? Uh, Agent Carter is not bad. It's actually pretty good. Um, what I find interesting about it is Agent Carter uh, stars uh, Haley Atwell uh, from the original Captain America movie, um, First Avenger. And what they don't really express in that movie, I know they express how much how smart she is, how beautiful she is, how much of a badass she is. No. They don't express how massive her tits are massive they're in the first episode with Haley Atwell she's in this dress and if they ever need somebody to give Christina Hendricks a run for her money boom we got ourselves a titty fight because there's seriously it's like it's like Captain America's shields met the immovable object right there in her chest it's amazing they're massive Granny also keep in mind too with the time frame they're dealing with right they're just discovering bras. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so you brought those out for the first episode so I could keep going to make sure I see them all the way through episode 14. But, you yeah. know, you know, I didn't see any of those. We got all 1950s you know, buttoned-up <laughs> collars for the rest of the season. And screw you very much. But that's okay, because we, we have intrigue. Because essentially, the storyline follows Haley Atwell... Working with the SSR, and it's not Shield. Okay. It's like it's like the FBI before the FBI, and she's not. She's no longer. She is a a badass in chains, the chains of society yeah. of women in this time period. Yes. You know, and the only reason no one has caught her because of it, because the point. I'll get back to that. Howard Stark has been branded a traitor. Yeah. They find out that he's selling his weapons to the enemies. And, you know, this is Tony Stark's dad. Yeah. And. Which in modern times, doing yeah. that would be considered legal. But, <laughs> yeah, but in modern times, that's legal. But in this age, you know, under before MacArthurism and the Soviets, yeah. this is now, this is stuff that's going to get you shot. Yeah. He, he tells Haley, you know, tells Carter, Peggy, that he's innocent. This isn't, you know, this is not the thing. And I need you to prove me my innocence. And the only reason she never gets caught in any of the things she does for for Stark is because they always like, well, a woman couldn't do that. That's just dumb. Yeah, what? They're gonna learn real quick. That's terrible. That's a that's worse than the superhero complex. Like that. Hey, Clark and Superman are never in the same place. Clark has glasses, obviously, so it's not him. It was like, 
Oh yeah. Take the glasses off. <laughs> and then he's like, "What's your mark?" <laughs> a prime example of the episode I just watched. They're, they got a they got a code breaker from Washington. He's sitting there. I have no idea how to break this code. She walks in the room with a coffee tray and goes, "Can I have a shot?" Yeah, sure. And she starts writing things down. Apparently, there's a deal going on in Russia. Uh huh. It's going to be a fourteen thousand dollars. Uh huh. It's going to happen on Tuesday. How did you figure this out? Did you a code? Did you account for the code being in Russian? She broke the code. That was in another language. Yeah. No one goes. How the how the fuck do you know that? Well, yeah. Keep in mind, a lot of these guys are like. Nah, she's just a woman. Now get back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. And that was the mentality of a lot of guys. Which back is then. terrible. Yes, it is terrible. Okay. Women could have been crushing our, our genitals in our sleep and we'd have never known. And that probably did happen a lot. It's probably where the baby boomers came from. <laughs> but, but the reason I bring up Agent Carter is because right now in television world, it's called, it's sitting on the bubble. Uh, the bubble, especially when going into the summer series, oh, yeah. is where things either survive the summer or they never be seen for again. Now, Agent Carter is just a one-off. It's actually only supposed to last. It's one season but they were talking about maybe extending it maybe bringing it a little bit further yeah see how the ratings go exactly summer months and which brings me to my next point because i love marvel or because i i tolerate marvel but i like dc and i want dc to succeed i shall bring up that constantine on nbc oh yes so much fun to watch it's just starting to get better it's you need to give it a chance everybody needs to watch constantine especially because it's streaming on the 24th of April. They start streaming the first season tomorrow, as of this time period. Okay. So, um, like, what, on what? At NBC.com, you can look up all the episodes for Constantine. Okay. And the reason they're doing this is because right now, it is deeply on the bubble. The ratings are so, at that point of like, well, we're not so sure. Yeah. We're not so sure, but if we can release the first season and we can get a bunch of people to watch it, then we may push on to the second season. Because the first episode introduces Dr. Fate. As a little teaser that goes on, but doesn't get qualified yet. There's a character named Z, whose Ooh. father is very powerful with magic, but they don't explain it very well. Her name is Z. She has a lot of magic powers as well. Okay, that's gonna be a, that's right there. But Zatana. they don't say it out loud. No, but we all know that, that. it's Satana. Well, maybe we don't know. It's going but to like be a lot. But then the how? Oh man! And I just started reading Justice League Dark again, and. The house they're in, and it took me five episodes to figure this out. It's the House of Mystery, Ooh. which means they could be introducing the Sandman. They could be introducing freaking please uh, Etrigan in if, this thing. If they do introduce the Sandman, please do not let it be the, like the guy, like the character was was made up in in Spider Man Three. Oh God! No, no, no! This Sandman is. For, for those who haven't watched or read any of the Sandman uh, comics by Neil Gaiman, Sandman is the master of dreams. The, the, you know, the, the, he's a god. A god of okay, dreams. Okay, I'm thinking of the wrong Sandman. The wrong Sandman, yes. Okay, that's Sandman, my fault. <laughs> that, that, that's another Sandman that is actually part of like Justice Society. But this Sandman, he's literally... Oh, no wonder. I'm thinking Marvel. Yeah, there it See, is. I just See? went cross-eyed there. That was fun. Because <laughs> we, we have a Sandman, you have a Sandman. They both do same similar things, but you have, I think there's a Morpheus. Yeah. And his name, he carries the title of Morpheus, but they call him the Sandman. Okay. And he's, his, oh man, the thing I read, it was like so cool because 
don't know. I'll get it later, later. But <laughs> but Constantine. Need to watch Constantine. Everyone needs to watch Constantine because I want to see a second season. I want to see what happens next. And I really want I want the darkness that, that's fighting, that he's fighting, to be something even worse than what it, I think it is. And I'm my brain is reeling and I want it to be Dasan, which would mean we could introduce Dark Side. <laughs> and it's like it's never gonna happen. DC's but... version of Thanos. Exactly. <laughs> DC's version of Thanos. <coughs> which they weren't going to put into Batman Superman because it looks too much like Thanos. Yeah. But And we it's... can't do Brainiac because Ultron just showed up. So we gotta wait a year So we gotta we wait get... a year now. Before we throw that, because people might get confused. And we can't do Lex... Well, I mean, we could do... We could try Lex Luthor. We're they're doing that now. And we can't bring the Joker into place, because uh, Jared Leto's not ready yet, but he looks really good. Yeah. I mean, again, Frank Miller Batman. If you look at Frank Miller Batman, that's what Jared Leto looks like right now. Oh, there we go. I mean, I've seen the picture. He showed it to some chick in a, like, like a coffee shop with it on his cell phone, and it looked... They got a camera guy way in the back... Telescopic lens looks at his phone. That looks a lot like the Frank Miller Batman with the not neon green and not I don't know not pitch white, but just kind of a grayed out version of the Joker. Okay. So, but Constantine, awesome Constantine. I, I mean, that's it. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to get people to talk about Constantine because I just I really liked the show. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, it took me a while at first because it's just one of those shows where I was like, I'm not so sure because. I you know I saw I saw the Keanu Reeves thing, but after reading Justice League Dark, after hearing you know after he shows up in Sandman, yeah, I after reading a little bit of the book itself from the Hellblazer, that movie with Keanu Reeves is another shitty movie by Keanu Reeves, and I'm just I'm I'm sorry I, I'm sorry I even thought that. I apologize to Constantine the character for thinking that was your representation of you. That's a, my apologies because that's fucked up. Well, the Constantine movie wasn't that. Bad? It's not that bad, but, but it's it nothing like it. It's like yeah. if Harry Potter was played by Jaden Smith, and instead of magic, he um, he shot uh, flames out of his ass, and um, the flames turned into gummy bears. But it's kind of like it, because he's still a kid, right? And um, he goes to Hogwarts, sort of. And there's midnight, whatever. With flames coming out of his ass. That Maybe, you know, whatever generic black person we could find that week. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. And just, ah, oh, he's so cool. He's like, would it really would have got me if Constantine had been played by Christopher Eccleston? Ooh. Because that's what he seems like to me. He seems like Doctor Who, first series and the 2005 version with Christopher Eccleston, where he's like, you know, you know, we're going to run. And he's like, Kind of a dick the whole time, but with an good intentions. Dick. Yeah, with good intentions. Like, what are you, an idiot? Why are you doing this? You keep doing all these dangerous things and so on. Dip, dip, dip. I, was, I, I tried to do an English accent and I got lost. <laughs> well, sometimes it happens like that, but the closest thing I get is Scottish. Yeah, well, but yes. <laughs> so, speaking of actors and them not living up to our potential, we got Count Falooza coming up. Yes, we do. Yes. All right. And for all those of you listening, that it happens in Houston on Memorial Day weekend. Best time to see any cosplayers. And we got a few actual, a lot of guests this year. We got you, the god of all Marvel, Stan Lee. Stan Lee, the Watcher. Yes. Yes, he's the Watcher. I don't, I'm, I'm going to put it on record now. If Marvel doesn't use Stan Lee as the Watcher in some later date, they're just missing out on a great opportunity. Because 
I think it's everything now. Even even Agent Carter. I saw him in Agent Carter. Yeah. I haven't cool. seen him yet in what was that I was watching? Where's he at in Daredevil? That's where I need to see him next. He'll they'll probably if probably, he hadn't shown up in Daredevil yet. Not like, yet, but you know he it's kind of like oh what were the the Alfred Hitchcock movies? He'll just like. They'll pop him in just like a little quick cameo ah, yeah, every like, now and then, which is awesome. He'll just walk in and you're like, oh, yeah. wait, no, wait. Oh, was it? No, that was somebody else. I thought he might have been the same the same thing. Like the guy, no, that was another old man that I saw in the first episode. Yeah. But yeah. then also for all the Trekkies out there, we're going to have George Takai. Yes. Or Takei. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Takei. It sounds like toupee. <laughs> exactly. Just like that. Oh, and, my. <laughs> And that's what everyone's going to be wanting to hear him talk, say just mm-hmm. every five seconds. That's right. I got a badass decay. I told you, son. <laughs> oh, yes, Randy. You have a badass decay. And speaking of, there's another guest that might fit right up your alley, Randy. Ooh. Um, with that, you're actually going to have Haley Atwell there as yes. well. Yes. All cannon tits. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I will yeah. not. I swear, if I meet her, I'm not going to say that. But no, I'm you're going to be. You're probably go cross eyed and go. Nah, no, right. I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm not going to play it cool this time because I I got all that out of my system with Bulk and Skull. I'm going to be like, hello, Miss Atwell. Nice to meet you. Just you know, uh, you, it's this way. Just Over remember, here. her eyes are up top. I'm 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 practicing on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking above your head. I'm going to look. I'm going to go right up there, and I'm not going to look down at all. I'm just going to be like, the car's this way over here, and I go, clunk. <laughs> To the so, hotel room. So we're just going to just go all Looney Tunes on that. No, we're we? going to go all Bill Cosby on that. I'm just oh, God. <laughs> your God. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> and speaking of Avengers, H. Ultron, we have Jeremy Renner there as well. Nice. Yes. I'm my favorite archer next to Stephen Amell. Yeah. And then um, there was another chick that we were going to talk about, maybe. Anyway, a lot of people we found that going to Comic Palooza as well. A couple of special guests. Sting. Yeah, Sting. I think I also saw Booker T, but he lives like down the road, so whatever. Yeah. And I, I've, I've met Booker T. Like, yeah? Like, like, like not in like the comic setting at all. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of scared. He's, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> His wife is awesome, but he's okay. <laughs> and if anyone has ever watched Beavis and Butthead, no, it's not Mike Judge. But that would have been The awesome. band Guar. Is going to be there as well. Yes. Uh, let's see. Marky Ramone, right? Marky Ramone. Marky Ramone's Ramones. coming. Let's see. And then uh, Barry Boswick is coming. Oh, yes. Uh, he was the mayor on Spin City. Yeah, and also in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror show. Picture Show, yes. Uh, he was. The, I don't know him from that one at all. Well, he was. I can't remember the character's name, even though. Didn't he get I've raped s- by Tim Curry, though? Yes, he did. Okay, so that's how I know him from oh, that. Let's see. There we go. Because that's horrifying. <laughs> A little bit, but, you know, it's. Trans- how do you do I said you met my faithful handyman I was going to say penis but okay <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's a transsexual from Transylvania so uh, there we go uh, another one uh, more Trekkie fun J.G. Hertzler is going to be there he maybe remembers him he played Gerald Martok on Deep Space Nine when they're having the Dominion Wars okay so the only time I saw Deep Space Nine was when I was sick and normally I would just turn it off, and then I would watch anything else. Like I'd pop in my own tape of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, Grant, I've I've watched D Space Nine because I am a Trekkie. Oh, okay, but at the same time, it was very D Space Nine, and then you had Babylon Five. Same freaking show. That's <laughs> terrible. 
Just, I liked Voyager, but I never saw Deep Space Nine that much. Or Babylon Five. Yeah, or Farscape. Or Farscape I caught from during the last couple of seasons. That Andromeda. Was I haven't seen that one either. Um, and then for the guy that plays Chewbacca, the guy that Randy here couldn't remember the name of earlier, was Sorry. Peter Mayhew. I remember the guy had knee problems. <laughs> you remember that, but couldn't remember the name. Well, mostly because he wasn't there last year because of the, the situation we had. Let's see. And then uh, we'll have Mrs. Ted Mosley showing up. Oh, yeah. Kobe Smoblers. Yep. Smolders. Uh, Smolders. Smolders. Smoblers. It's like, it's like, smolder. Oh, because she's so hot. I get it. Okay. Yeah, see, there you go. Boom. I'll remember that. Smolder. Mm, yes. And then, uh, that's, uh, let's see. Oh, and last on the list, Henry Winkler? Yes. Great. There's a lot more on the, uh, on the website that shows everything that's there at comicpalooza.com. Grant, we're not getting paid for this endorsement at all. Comicpalooza.com. Great place <laughs> to go, though. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> but no endorsement. Here, yeah. that's for paid. Dogpin <laughs> Radio proudly wants to go to comicpalooza.com. <laughs> but then, yeah. Henry, <laughs> wrong dolphin. Oh, wrong dolphin. <laughs> With Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Why? I'm going to go with... Arrested Development was good. That was good. There you go. I'm going to go with that. But then there's also Children's Hospital. It's on Adult Swim. Oh, there you go. That might be why they're bringing him there. The only guy... Is Jason Manzuka on Children's Hospital? I think he's like on there once or twice, right? I think so. Okay, that would be the only person I would know. And then him and um, Paul Shear. Paul Shear on on Children's Hospital. But I haven't seen Henry Winkler at all. I know he's like the director in charge of Children's Hospital because... Wonderful insomnia I have. Sometimes I'll kick it off. Like, oh, Children's Hospital. I'll sit there and watch. Oh, let's see. And then it's like, okay, there's Henry Winkler, and he can't make a decision to save his life because the character can't make a decision. That just sounds like exactly like the Fonz. Not really, because the Fonz can oh, make wait, decisions. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I, I've never It's like the coach from The Water Boy. That's what it was. That's, I've never actually seen Happy Days. So <laughs> Monday, Tuesday. Anyways. Again, <laughs> that was on like those mornings that you're like... Uh, you didn't go to school. You didn't go to school because you're sick and Happy Days came on. Guess what? Now you're, you're going to have to figure out a way to do something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, nope. I, mm. I want to say maybe it might be... He may have written something, maybe. Maybe I'm not sure. That's I don't just understand the, the point was... of bringing that guy. In. Like, I mean, let's see. Last year we had Patrick Stewart. We yeah. had um, had a lot more voice actors last year. More too. voice actors too. Great, we got some more Danny here. Trio was last year. Michelle Rodriguez, uh, right? Oh uh, yeah, and Michelle Rodriguez. That was if you if anyone was there last year, ever remembers the panel? What was that two years ago? It was different. Yeah. But when you got Danny Trejo there, like you see the movies that he's in, you see his personality in the movies. He is a polar opposite. Oh awesome. yeah, he is a really great guy. He's a, he's a big old sweetheart, but you know, scary as fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need him a dark alley before he like starts talking. You like you want to run the other way. He's like a teddy bear with a switchblade. If you saw it at first, you'd be like, oh, that's pretty sweet. But then you realize you're in a nightmare because a teddy bear has a switchblade. And it's coming after you. Ted 2 comes out next year, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, on BBC. Yeah. Yeah. Ted 2. On BBC. Oh, yeah. Well, BBC America, which is uh, BBC Diet. BBC <laughs> Diet. Found, there's one other guest that's 
a little of the obscure category. All right. He played Godzilla in the old TV show movies. Oh, I was going to go with the Magic Bodrick one. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's uh, Akira Tararanda. Or Takaranda. I'm butchering the name. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did they get hit? Like, was he... What came first? Akira the movie or Akira the the man? The man. Okay, because that would be badass too. Yeah, because he was in the original Godzilla in 1954. He also was in Mothra vs. Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Monster Zero, Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster, Godzilla vs. Mothra in 1992. Please tell me he has a cameo in the one with uh, Brian Cranston, because that would be awesome. I don't know. that. I'm going to look that up and see if he's in the in Godzilla 2004 or 15, because that would be badass. And also in, he was also in Godzilla Final Wars, as well as... Some of the old Toho sci-fi classic movies, King Kong Escapes, The Last War, and Latitude Zero. Right. And it's like, wow, he's also a, a little bit of trivia here, since I know you love trivia, Randy. Yes. Give me, give me. He was the voice of the Japanese version of Disney's Aladdin as Jafar. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even know the American version of the voice of Aladdin. I don't think anyone does. Jafar. <laughs> if they do... They'll tell us. Yeah, exactly. Probably screaming at us over our website. I hope Dogfin.wordpress.com. Dogfinwordpress.com. All right, cool. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Dogfin Radio. Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of good, uh, a lot of likes recently, so it oh, yeah. seems to be coming up nice and well. Oh, no. So hopefully uh, this site comes up and keeps going so we can keep making episodes. All right, so to close out. I'm going to do a segment called Randy Remembers. So essentially, it's going to be me telling John about a comic I read, and it's just from memory. So, and I'll try to hold on. Hold on, let me get my breadcrumbs. Do it. (laughs) Here we go. And because we were talking about Constantine, and I brought up the Sandman, and we had a little conversation about that. But now I want to get back into the Sandman. So Sandman Mm -hmm. by Neil Gaiman, called. I think it's called, like I said, I'm doing it from memory. Prequels and Dreams, I think is what it's called. Anyway, so essentially, the first, that the issue is, is about a man, an old man and his son trying to capture death. Ooh. Okay? And they're mystics. They're, they're you know, they're not, not wizards, not mages. They're just guys with spells. And okay. they bring up these ruins and these artifacts and all these people together and they call forth an, an entity of power to try and, like, we call you, we call your name, we bring you into this world. And, and then, poof, this creature with a gas mask and a black cloak shows up, and they capture him in a glass bubble. Oh, wow. And it's like, we caught death, and now no one will ever die. And what happens is, they look up, and it's not death. Ooh, who is it? They don't know. They know that it's this character, and someone mentions Morpheus. May have been one of his titles. Huh. So, what happens, unbeknownst to these guys who just caught this deity out of nowhere, people around the world are having one of two problems. One, they can't sleep. Or two, they can't wake up. We have children who go to sleep and never wake up. Not die. Just coma. Coma. They wake up for short periods of time. 
and then fall back asleep. Ooh. I mean, these terrible, horrific things happen to some of these children because, you know, you know what happens to kids when they're unattended and things like that. One guy can't sleep at all in the middle of World War One. Can't sleep. Trying hard, desperately trying to get some sleep. Blows his own brains out because he can't sleep. Wow. One guy goes to sleep, but then he's in the middle. He can't get a good night's sleep. He can't. Have you ever been to those days where you're just like, you only sleep for a few hours and you feel groggy and you can't really concentrate that much and you just kind of slug around? Yeah. That's where that guy is. He's oh, wow. stuck in zombie mode. Ooh. And this goes on for 40 years. They capture this character and they're like, tell us. Tell us what your powers are. Tell us what we, we want to know. Tell us where's death. Doesn't say a word. So they keep a guard on him and it said, whatever you do, do not turn your back, and do not fall asleep. So obviously, 40 years down the line, somebody makes a mistake. Yeah. And he wakes up, and he's oh, that guy's just looking at him, and he kind of just drifts off. And now he's on a white sandy beach, and these beautiful palm trees, and all the water everywhere. And he sees a guy, and he sees the deity walking up the beach. And then he, wake, he wakes up, because he's freaking out, oh, I fell asleep. And the DT guys like does this like a finger motion to come here, and he blows the white sand that he had on his face. Whoa! And he like he escapes, huh? So that's Sandman. Sandman, and he finds the old man on his deathbed, and it's like you've been you have kept me here for over four. What was that? Four scores. I am now going to exact my revenge on you. I curse you with everlasting waking. And he disappears. And the guy wakes up. And he's like, what was that? And then, like a nurse comes in. Are you okay, master? Are you okay? I was like, yeah, I had a, just a bad nightmare. Oh. And she rips off her face and like, Rah! and the guy wakes up. Oh, dad, are you okay? Yeah, it was just a terrible nightmare. Oh, really? How about I make out with you and just give you a little kiss on the... And he wakes up. Eternally waking, but never waking up. Ooh. Imagine that kind of hell where you are always asleep and you're trying desperately to wake up and every nightmare that you've ever had comes back to haunt you and wake you up, but you can't wake up. Wow. <laughs> That's the first. Oh, that's so cool. But Sandman has to go on a mission now because he, that's you, that trick used up all the power he had left. Okay. He needs to gather his items. His helmet, which is the gas mask. His ruby, which gives him control over the realities. Yeah. And his sand. Okay. His eternal sand, which puts people to sleep. He finds out that these three items are with three different characters. Ooh. The sand fell into the hands of a blonde gentleman. A blonde gentleman, not the brown one that was Keanu Reeves played. <laughs> but a blonde gentleman who's British and has a hand in magic. Constantine okay. has his sand. Okay. He finds out that the helmet was given to a demon. Ooh. A demon in the pits of hell has his helmet. So he has to literally go into the gates of hell to retrieve it. And on the way, he meets up with another demon of mine, my favorite demon. 
Which the one? Rhymer. Ooh. You know, gone, gone the form of man, rise the demon Etrican. And the last one, hmm. the Ruby, fell into the hands of the most trusted people in the known world. Batman. <laughs> of course, Batman. Batman and the Justice League have the Ruby. Wow. So he has to go collect these items from these characters. And it's like, Constantine, he goes and finds Constantine, tell me where my sand is, I want to know where it is. And it's like, okay, don't freak out, I'm going to go get your sand. Oh shit, my junkie girlfriend took it. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and they find his junkie girlfriend, and she has been asleep for the past three years. Oh. Because the sand is the most blissful sleep you've ever had. Mm. It gives you all of your dreams. It makes everything, every, it is the best sleep you've ever had. Imagine that it would never end. Nice, cozy, warm. You don't have to get out of bed. And you don't even have to, if you even wake up, you just dip your finger back in and you go right back to sleep. Mm. Very nice. They find her, and... But since she's a junkie, did she try to snort it like cocaine? No, but like a junkie, she used too much. Yeah. Imagine if you just slept. It's great. When are you going to eat? When are you going to poo? When are you going to piss? Yeah. So they show up, and the problem is, it's it's way too powerful. It's so much energy. So they show up, and her nightmares are filling the house. Her, Her dreams and her desires are plastering the walls and Constantine and Sandman have to walk through this mantra of like stuff to get to this junkie and she's the only thing keeping her alive is the sand that's how powerful it is wow and they're like once I take it away she's going to die and he's like you can't do that you gotta save her you can't save her she's way too gone she is a shell (laughs) she no longer has any will to live She's done. So he gives her one last good dream. Mm-hmm. And off to the, the everlasting sleep. Then he goes into the gates of hell and meets up with Lucifer, who is pretty hot for a dude. I gotta say it out loud. He's like... So you have the male ver- equivalent of sploosh. Yeah. Seriously. Dude was hot. And so Lucifer, as Sandman thinks, runs hell, right? No. He has split up hell into factions. Ooh. Lucifer owns a third, Beelzebub owns a third, and I forgot the last guy's name. But there's another demon. They've split it up into thirds, and Sandman's like, I've come humbly to the Lord of Hell to try and gain my helmet back. I would like it back. Thank you so much. And it's like, well, one of our demons has it. You all have to fight him in a duel to get it. It's the same kind of duel. You know, it's like... And this was more of like, not a duel to the death with fighting, but more of a... Have you ever seen the Sword in the Stone? Yeah. With the wizard fight? Yes. That's what it was. Oh. It was a wizard fight. Wizard fight. And he's like... Now, is this demon like the ones I remember from Batman, the animated series, where it was a human, but he can call upon the demon inside and becomes the demon. Well, Etrigan shows up and was like... That's, okay, the, so first, that's, that's, that's the, the first character he shows up and is like, you know... Um, I didn't. I don't remember the rhyme at all. But it's more like, oh, Sandman. I didn't know I, where the hell you been. You've been out of town for a long time. It was like, oh yeah, I'm locked in this goddamn glass bubble for forty fucking years and goddamn people. I took care of that little fucker. 
I don't know why Sandman ended up being a redneck from West Virginia, but we're big men, go get me, get my mama, get my helmet. But so Etchigan stands watch, and it's like the demon who has his helmet is kind of a dick, and it's like well, you have to fight me, and it's like what did he say? Oh, uh, I am the snake. Well, I am the mongoose, and they're not really transforming. Yeah. But they kind of are. Like, they're transforming into different things. And he's like, well, if you're the mongoose, then I am a disease. And I, you know, and if you're, well, if you're the disease, I'm the antibodies. And if you're, well, you know, I am a black hole in the center of the universe. And he's like, well, I am hope. That was the last thing he said. Yeah. Like, Sandman's like, okay, so I am hope. And then the demon's like, I can't kill hope. And he's like, well, then I guess you lose. <laughs> yeah. So give me back my fucking helmet and send your happy ass down the tar. <laughs> and then they're like, "How the hell? Like, how are you gonna get past this? You, yeah, you got your helmet back, but you're still stuck in hell." And he turns to all the demons and all and Lucifer and says, "What good is this place if there is not hope of heaven?" That is true. And he walks away. <laughs> yep. And he's like. You guys may rule the gates of hell, but I carry the hope of heaven. Huh. And they're just like, they're all stunned, and they all walk, they all back away. Because it's true, because yeah. the hell that you live in is only more, as powerful as you allow it to be. Or you believe there's somewhere that's much better. Yeah. And I was like, that is so badass. And it was like... That, it went really cool from Constantine to really insightful with Lucifer. And then it just gets fucking weird with Do- with Dr. Destiny. Now, Batman did have the gem, but it was stolen from the Watchtower by Dr. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the gem gives the, the holder the power to control the reality of people's minds. So That's Dr. Fate. Yeah. And it's like... Well, Dr. Destiny's kind of a dick and a child, really. And he escapes from Arkham with this gem. Oh, God. Yeah. Always back to Arkham. Always back to Arkham. He escapes, takes the gem, ends up at this diner in the middle of nowhere with, like, 14 people in there. And this is just, like, the that one movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one. (laughs) I just said, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. Give me a second. Yeah, the movie, I remember, I remember the name of that. It's uh, Legion. Okay, Legion. Paul Bellamy is in that movie, right? I think so. I could be mistaken. Oh, but no. I know the guy that was that was the main character in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, that horrible movie, yeah. he's the main character. I was trying to lean it towards Vision, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so Dr. Destiny takes this gem to this diner where like 14 people are just eating. And then he unleashes his power. And they all, at first... They all start to act strange. They start to hate each other. They start to love each other. I mean, deep love, dirty, oh, wow. nasty orgy. Then they start to hate themselves. So they start cutting themselves and chopping up things. Then they start to hate each other again. And he can he's manipulating their brains to make them do terrible things to each other just because he's fucking bored. Wow. And they all they literally have a page where they're all sitting down watching. And then he's like, I'm bored of this. And he has the three women in the thing just start making out and just like, this is fun. (laughs) 
Then Je- then Sandman shows up and is like, I'd like to have my stone back, please. And it's like, well, so, you, you so can't fast. have it because it's part of me now. I've used so much of the energy that I'm going, you know. And he's like, I'm going to use it all on you now. And like, he you know, uses so much of the power to try and destroy Sandman that it, the stone destroys itself. Ooh. Now the problem is, that's what Sandman's power of reality. It got released and had to go back to where it came from. Yeah. Sandman created that stone. So it went right back into him. Okay. So it's like, yes, I am the master of power now. It's like, no. What you've done is mm-hmm. made me ten times as strong now. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, I'm going to send you back to Arkham now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. At the end, it's like, no, I'm sorry, little man, but reality is much bigger than you are. And we're going to go back to Arkham now. <laughs> Damn. That's it. Just like walks in the FBS right back to Arkham. And just like, it was so fucked <coughs> up. Just because of the way he like, just, oh, it was gross. <laughs> what he was doing to these people. But then we finally meet Death in the last part of this series in volume one. And I thought in the first part of this, he said, my brother. But and I went back and it's my sibling. Huh. Death's a woman. Death is his sister. And it's just like a conversation. Like, I got all my pieces back. I don't know what to do now. And it's like, why don't you just go back home and go back to what we were doing? It's like, I don't know. I kind of like it around here. And they're just walking around and he's following her in a life of death. And essentially, death walks around like, if you've ever seen the show, Dead Like Me, that's what she does. Okay. She walks around, she captures people right before they go out, and she even tells, like, one of the guys catching this ball, and she's, like, they're in the park, and he's playing, like, soccer, and they're kicking the ball around, and the ball comes to her, and it's like, hey, here you go, Rick. It's like, how'd you know my name? Oh, don't worry. We'll meet later. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. And he's like, does that chick say she wants to meet up with me later? Fuck yeah, I'm gonna fuck that shit. And then the car comes by. <laughs> Boom. End of the episode. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, <laughs> so I'm not getting laid. No, you're not, Rick. <laughs> wow. Called it. Boom. Car comes by. <laughs> yeah. Cliche. Cliche, but you know, <laughs> whatever. I saw it coming a mile away, too. But like, I was like, oh, poor guy. I was I was kind of hoping for a skyscraper. So I was like, fuck. Let me guess, was it a Prius because you didn't hear it coming? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> no. Was that a bee? Boom. Was that a bee? Oh, but Sandman, so much fun. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm starting volume two right now. I'm working my way through the rest of the series. Um, right now, I've got so, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm starting Planetary Volume One. Okay. It's, it's a slow start, but after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in. What, what's going on? What's, what's happening next? Because mostly it's none of the characters that I've seen beforehand, and I'm, I'm like. Who? Why should I care who, who these people are? <coughs> but, but now I'm like, okay, I'm curious about what these characters are going to do now. But oh, that's for next time. Yeah. All right. So, anything else? No, I think that covers it for that's this. The end of Randy remembers. That's all I remember about Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, I'm Randy. I'm John. This is Dogfin Radio. Thanks for listening.